You are listening to the 100K Sales Method, the podcast for online service providers that want to make $100,000 per year in your business quickly and simply. I'm your host, Brian Dowdy, former marketing and advertising sales professional and college athlete turned seven-figure entrepreneur. Here's your power patch, no BS, dose of sales training, mindset reset, and inspiration. Here we go. All right, guys. Hello and welcome back to the 100K Sales Method podcast where we have the amazing Shannon Gentry here with us today. And we're going to have a fun conversation around goal setting. So we recently had the opportunity to sit down with our clients and we always do like a a next year planning session. So we did like a 2022 planning session. And one of the things that came up in conversation was smart goals. And people was like, well, do we set realistic goals or do we set big goals? And I was like, oh, so I wanted to bring Shannon on to talk about this and about why um, smart goals are keeping you stuck and and probably keeping you from where you want to go. So welcome. Shannon to the podcast, and I'm excited to hear kind of your viewpoint on goals and how we can set goals that actually get us where we want to go. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. Okay, so first I want to talk about SMART goals, and I think I said this on the call, is I detest SMART goals. They remind me of my corporate time, and you know, if you're not familiar with SMART goals, basically it stands for specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. Okay, so that's how in the corporate world I was used to setting goals. I was setting a realistic goal, something I knew I could achieve. And since becoming an entrepreneur and working on mindset, why would we ever set a goal (laughs) that we think we can achieve that's realistic? We have to think big and put ourselves outside of our comfort zone. Like there's so much possibility in the world. Why would we ever do that? Like, I think that keeps us small. That keeps us stuck. Yes. So tell me a little bit, like, do you know, do you have any, and you might not know the answer to this. So do you have any context of like where smart goals came from? Like, what's the point of that? I don't know the background, honestly. I just remember sitting like in my boss's office and like coming up with these goals. And then we would check in every week. Like, how are you doing? Are you achieving these goals? At least you followed up on them because we used to just set goals and never follow up on them. So there's that. I think it goes back to like overwhelmingly what is wrong. And I'm using air quotes, guys. What is wrong with the world? Like why we as humans are underachievers for like what our capability is. Like why so many people don't hit their goals. Why so many people don't have what they want in life. It's this idea of, yeah, we've got to set smart goals, right? Our goals have to be attainable and realistic. And yeah, I think you're 100% right. If you are trying to be realistic, guys, realistically, most businesses don't make it, right? Like realistically, you know, being an entrepreneur is super risky and it's flipping hard. So those are the realistic things. But then when you live in online entrepreneur land and you, you play in the rooms that Shannon and I are in and you you serve the clients that we serve, it actually has just become normal to be in a room full of entrepreneurs, right? It has just become normal to be in a room full of people making millions of dollars. It has just become normal to have those types of conversations. So what was realistic to me five years ago is not realistic anymore. In fact, like those goals are insane. Uh, and by insane, I mean small. So, okay, I, I, I bite Shan, like, don't set realistic goals. How do I set goals? Like, isn't the point, like, how do I set them without being disappointed and giving up on them? I think that's the question. Like, I think that's part of why they tell us to set realistic and achievable goals because if our goals are so outlandish that we don't think that we can hit them, we give up. Yes. And I think that that is the reason why people don't set goals at all is because if you don't hit the goal or you set a big goal or an impossible goal, it's because, and if you don't reach it, you're going to make it mean something about you that 
you know, you don't know what you're doing. You should give up. You're never going to reach it. Whatever. Like you're going to make it mean something most likely terrible about you. And I have a different perspective on this now. Like once you set a goal that is maybe, maybe it's not realistic at all. Like you have no idea how you can make a hundred K in your business in a year, like no idea. But once you set that goal, your brain is going to automatically open to the possibility. It's going to start coming up with ideas. What if I reach out to this person? What if I try this? What if I do this offer? What if I, whatever, what if I do all of these things? Like the first part, we also, we want to know the how, right? Like with the specific, like, how are you going to reach the goal? We don't always know how we're going to reach the goal. Mm-hmm. But again, once you start on the path of figuring it out, your brain is going to come up with ideas. You are going to become more solution oriented. You're yes. going to think of different things to try. In Self-Coaching Scholars, which I know we've talked about on the podcast before, Brooke Castillo, that is her whole deal. She sets, we set impossible goals at the beginning of the year. And it is a goal that we think is impossible. But giving our brain that permission just to say it's impossible makes it possible. And then we try all of these different things. Like 50 of the 58 things probably aren't going to work, but that's okay because we have to keep trying. We have to fail. Yes. Yes. I love, I love all of that. And, um, the how is the hardest part. So I'm going to talk to you from the, the type A brain part, not the mindset part. I literally guys, I have a post-it on my desk, on my computer, actually, that says the how is not my responsibility. My responsibility is to focus on what I truly want. The how is not my responsibility. My responsibility is to focus on what I truly want. And my brain struggled with that for a very long time. Like, what do you mean? The how is not my responsibility. Like, what am I supposed to get out of bed every morning and do, right? Like, if I, if you don't tell me what to do, how do I know how to do it? But like Shannon said, what happens here, as soon as you decide, I want to make $100,000, all sorts of crazy shit's going to come to your mind, right? You're going to be like, I can sell this and I can do this and I can serve these people and da 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 right? Like there's so many ideas. Our brain's job is to answer the questions we ask it. The problem is, is that most of us ask low value questions, Yep. right? We sign, we ask a question like, how do I sign clients? Not how do I make $100,000? Like what kind of problems do you want your brain solving? Do you want them solving tiny little world problems or do you want them solving like great big making money problems? So so then Shannon, how do I manage my mind when I decide I want to make $100,000? That feels cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. How do I manage my mind to get there without throwing in the towel, without beating myself up, without being mean to myself? Like what do I do? Okay, before I answer that question, I want to go back to what you said about deciding what you want. I think that that, and I talk, we talked about this in the podcast and I know there's a future podcast where we will talk about this more. Like we have to first decide what we want mm-hmm. and don't, don't censor yourself. Like, what do you want? Do you want to be able to go on four vacations a year? Okay. That's fine. Like we, we tend to judge ourselves too, I think about what we want and, mm-hmm. you know, just because we want maybe a materialistic thing, I think we tend to judge ourselves because there's all this other money drama. So anyway, be honest. That's another podcast. But be honest with yourself about what you want. And so know you I'm, want something, but that is okay. I think this is important. 
Decide what you want, not what you think you can get. Yes. You might think, what I really want is to take, you know, a four-week family vacation next year, which for the record, my family and I are going to do, right? But you're like, no, 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 I can't have that. So my goal is just to schedule, plan a vacation for next year. Bullshit, right? Don't set a goal for what you think you can, you, you think you can have, what people around you have, but what you truly want. Because I think, and then I'm going to let Shannon talk, the reason that you're not even hitting that low-level goal that you set is because it's not actually what you want. Yes. When you set low-level goals that you don't really want, they're just the goals that you think you can achieve, you're not going to achieve them because they're not actually what you want. They're the bullshit you fed yourself that I'll be happy with this. Yeah, totally. And actually, talking about vacations, I set a goal that I wanted to go on four vacations. Like, I want to go one vacation a quarter. And this year, it's not over yet, but... I will go on three vacations. Like some of them are mini vacations, but I set the goal for four and I'm going to get three. Like, I didn't know how, I didn't even know where I was going to go, but making it happen. So um, another thing with that, I think is when we set these goals that aren't what we really want, that's how we stay small, right? Like it is okay to have big, outrageous goals and dreams and, I can say this because I used to be like this. I used to think, you know, I wanted to be happy and I wanted to have enough money to pay my bills and maybe go on a vacation, one vacation, you know, and that's what I had because that's what I set the goal as. And now my goals are big and I, I have not reached every goal that I have set, but I don't make it mean anything about me. So this goes back to the question Ryan asked, how do we manage our mind about it? So I think it's first like, Give yourself that permission. Okay, I'm setting, and this is not letting yourself off the hook. I know so many people ask me that. Like, there's a very fine line between setting a goal and doing what you need to do, and then like not beating yourself up if you don't hit it. You can still be, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not sure what the word is I'm looking for, but like you can still be realistic, not realistic. You can be honest with yourself. Are you actually doing what you need to do to get to the goal? And if you're not, just do it. You don't have to beat yourself up over it. And so how do we manage this daily minds at work every day, write your goals down every day. What comes up for you? Once you've set the goal for 100 K or whatever it is for vacations, putting your kids in private school, finding a part, whatever it is, write about it every day and, and examine the thoughts. It's the same thing that we talk about in three shifts needed. Like we have to be aware of the thoughts and then we have to start changing the thoughts. Yes. Yes. Um, One of the things that I have started doing in addition to writing down my goals is I have started um, asking the question, like I will write down in my journal, what do you want? And it's a fun exercise and you have to write for a little while, right? To like get to the shit you really want, (laughs) right? At first, like I want to be happy, you know, whatever you're working towards, I want to do this, I want to do that. And then it's like, I want to remodel all of the bathrooms in my house. Like I want, you know, to write four more books, like just crazy shit comes up when you just ask the question. Cause remember your brain will always answer the question. The problem is we don't ask the question. What do you want? And when you start to ask that question and you start to ask yourself it regularly, and it it was, I was listening to a podcast the other day where they were talking about like, as women, 
like that, that question will sometimes make women cry. Like she was taught, this woman was talking about how she has these, these events and like women will cry when they're asked, what do they really want? Because nobody has asked them that question because they have never really thought about what do they truly want. And I'm like, that's crazy. Town. I asked myself what I want like once a week. <laughs> um, but I, I do think, and this is not intended to be an arrogant statement, but it's going to sound like, I think that's why I have more than most people. Because if I ask myself all the flipping time, what I want, yeah. you know, and I was like, I want to remodel all my bathrooms. That's what I want. Right. And then I get to decide, do I want to set a goal around that right now? Is the timing right for that right now? One of my goals, and guys, this is kind of how this works, is to get the information that I need to be able to remodel my bathrooms, right? I don't, I don't know how much it costs to remodel bathrooms. I don't know timeline. I don't know what goes into that. I don't know how much time I need to be out of my house, right? But the first thing I'm doing is I'm scheduling an appointment with someone who can talk to me about remodeling the bathrooms. And then now I have more information and then I can decide, I want to set a goal to have all the bathrooms in my house remodeled by the end of 2022, right? But I'm just starting the fact-finding mission of that because I decided I want to remodel my bathrooms, right? And you bet your ass once I set a goal and it figures out like what's going to happen, that it will be done in time because it's what I truly want. It's not what I think I can have, which is I'll just, I'll just remodel the master bath. I don't need to remodel the other ones. Nobody even uses those anyway, right? Right? Like that would be a realistic goal. Because we legit have bathrooms in our house that nobody uses. Um, like my kids' bathroom. They don't use their bathroom. They use mine. Because I don't I don't want to clean that bathroom. I'm like, hey, just come in here. Right? But And I tell you this just because I think this is an important thing to think about. I could easily say, you know what? I'm just going to remodel my master bathroom. It's the one we spend the most time in. It's the one that kids use all the time. You know, that would be a realistic goal. Right? And I'm like, screw that. I want all the bathrooms done. I want all of them done. And that's kind of, I think, the difference. So go ahead, Shan. I know you have a thought. For sure. Yeah. I was going to say something about goals. Like there's goals and then there's like do goals. So like what you said, like schedule an appointment, find out how much it costs, right? Like that's the do goals that go into the big goal, like whatever, like remodel all bathrooms. And then it's figuring out all those things. And that's where, when you set the goal, again, you don't have to know the how, but then as you start going, like, even if it's something you've never done before, I don't know, like say you want to go skydiving. Like part of figuring that out is like, okay, what are the rules? Like, what do I, you know, what do I need to do? Where's that even available? When you set the goal, maybe you don't know how, you don't know how to skydive, right? Maybe you have to take a class. Maybe you have to do the, whatever, the tandem thing before you can skydive by yourself. Right. But like that comes after, if you already knew how you would have already done it. Like, Ryan's face. I wish you guys could see Ryan's face. (laughs) Right? It's like, that's why I think this is so, so important, especially for women, because like what Ryan was saying too, like we, and I used to be like this guys, like, there's just, you know, it's okay. I'm just going to stay small. I'm going to stay stuck. I don't really want that. Like you, whatever, it's fine. Like, and just being, you know, empowered enough to say, no, like this is actually what I want. And again, it's, it's just, it doesn't mean anything's wrong with you or you're whatever. I don't know. We make it just mean all these crazy things. And I like what you said too about writing down your goals and actually like asking yourself what you want. And then when you do write down these goals, don't just write them down, like actually sit there and feel what it will feel like. Like if you actually accomplish this goal, what is it going to feel like? What are you going to be doing once you get there? And then you have to start acting as if. If you already had a 100K business, like right now in this moment, what would you be doing? You would probably be doing a consistent power hour, right? You would probably be following your calendar. 
you would be doing the things you said you were going to do. So start doing those things now. And that's how we achieve the goals. You just start doing the things. It's just one thing at a time, one foot in front of the other. Again, we don't have to know the entire plan. We just need to start. Yep. So what's also, again, I'm going to, I'm going to stay in the bathroom theme because it works. What's really cool is when I decided that I wanted to remodel my bathrooms, I was introduced to someone, um, by a networking contact. Cause you guys know how much I love to network. So a friend of mine, networking contact was like, Oh my gosh, I met this person. You need to know this person. And like three weeks ago, this guy and I scheduled a call for last week and we get on the phone and we're chatting. He's telling me about his business and um, he's asked about my business. And we start talking about our kids and our families. And so my wife has a design business. I'm like, cool. What does that mean? Sure enough. Right. His wife can is the person that I'm scheduling a call with to talk to me about remodeling my bathrooms. Right. I didn't even like go to Google and be like, Google, you know, who can help me figure out what the heck goes into me remodeling a bathroom? Because I don't know. Right. Like I literally was introduced to somebody, got on the phone with them. And it's like, oh, my wife can help you with that. Like, I didn't even have to go looking for it. I just had to decide what I wanted. I decided what I wanted and the universe was like, here you go. Here's somebody, they live in your market. They're a fellow entrepreneur. Their kids are the same age. And by the way, she can help you with your bathroom project. Is that who I'm going to go with as a designer? I don't know, but it's just evidence of, you know, God, the universe, whatever you believe in, it will start to move when you move. Right. I didn't, I guys, I didn't even Google the dude I was meeting with. Like I was just like, Frank said, I need to meet him. I'm going to meet him because I trust Frank. So Sorry, Zach, I did not Google you before we met, if you're listening. Um, But you know what I'm saying? Like, I just did the things because the people that I trusted told me to do the things. And here I am winding up in a conversation with someone. So that is where it's like, there was no how. How am I going to find somebody? Like, I could have gone to social media. I could have done a lot of things. But instead, the universe was like, here you go. Check that one off your list. Boom. I think it's important as well. That's where the how is not my responsibility comes into play. That is where you, you know, I know Shannon, you believe this too. There are no coincidences, mm-hmm. right? You don't coincidentally meet someone, right? You don't coincidentally get a really good shower idea, right? Like those are not coincidences. That is, I truly believe that's your intuition. That is God. Like that is, that's what that is. When you get an idea to do something, like that didn't just come from, like you're like, where the hell did that come from? That's, that's the nudge, you know, we think it already has to be there. At least I know I always did. And it still feels, I just want to be clear, like super weird, right. For me to be even having this conversation with you, but like, I have learned to listen to my intuition. I have learned to call what you want, right. Everybody calls it something different. Your intuition, your gut, God, source, your creator, whatever you call it. But those nudges that you're getting, those out of left fields ideas, those random introductions, none of those are random. Those are all things that are, those are the house. Like those are the breadcrumbs that we need to follow. That is why smart bowls are bullshit because there's no breadcrumbs in a smart bowl. It's, you know, just do the thing, stay in your tiny little box. Yes. So, all right, Shan, kind of land the plane for us. Like, give me like three action items. All right, I, I hear it. I hear you too. I know that I need to set some really big goals for myself for 2022. Where do I start? Okay. So the first thing where you start is decide what you want. Like Ryan was talking Write about it every day if you need to. Decide what you want. And then my other suggestion here is pick one. I know Ryan tends to do her goals. Well, she'll pick like a relationship goal, a money goal, however you want to do it. But my suggestion is one goal. Because once you pick one, 
and you start working on it and you master that, that will apply to all of the other things. And then you're focusing on this one goal. Again, if you're listening to this podcast, maybe the goal is making 100K in your business. Let's focus on that first. We're maybe not focusing on, I don't know, a bunch of other things right now. We're focusing on that. And then start writing it down every day, feeling it, visualizing it, and then start listening to those nudges. What are the do goals? What do you need to do? Again, you may still not know exactly how you're going to get there, but at least starting that process. And the biggest thing I think is writing about it every day. And even when it gets close, like right now we're in what, mid-October, we have to keep that, like any goal you set, you can still reach it no matter what the timeline. We have no idea what's going to happen. So I think that's the other part of it is not giving up. Yes. Like I am all in on this goal. I am going to work towards it until whatever it is, December 31st. And even if you don't hit it December 31st, but you hit it January. Right. Like, again, it, it's setting this. This is like a, it's a brain exercise. It's your, it's building up your muscles, right? Like mm-hmm. let's start setting the goals. Let's start getting your mind used to this. Start looking for these things. Yes. All the things. So good. Again, obviously we could talk about this for days, guys, but I think the most important thing I want you to do, decide what you want. Like ask yourself, spend some time. What do I want? Um, and don't rush this. Right? Like write it down on the top of piece of paper. What do I want? And do that like every day for like a week. And then pick your one goal and then start your do goals, right? What is the first thing I can do towards this goal? And then just, yeah, start listening. So I love that. Shannon, as always, thank you um, for kind of opening our minds, looking at it from different angles. We appreciate it. Um, And guys, I want to do something really fun. I want you to come find us on Instagram at 100K Sales Method. And I want you to tell us what your goal is. So you can DM it to us. You can even put your goal and like tag us on Instagram. We want to hear like the great, big, scary, fun, exciting goals that you were setting for yourself for 2022. Shannon and I both hang out in that account. So we want to see the cool stuff you're doing. Thanks guys. See you later. Thank you for listening to the 100K Sales Method. If you've gotten value out of this podcast, we'd love if you'd go to iTunes and leave us a review. Thanks for listening.